0: Welcome to the Oh so Dope audio show. Think comedy meets a much-needed heart-to-heart. Jam-packed with dope conversations to motivate, inspire, and entertain. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get but it's gonna be sweet from personal growth and self-improvement to pop culture and a little bit of mess i'm your host cast here to bring you the freshest takes on life love and everything in between so pour yourself a glass of something good because we're about to drop down and get out eagle on, baby love. it's called an audio show it's not a podcast oh, it's thank our you.
1: audio show thank you cut that part out
0: Okay, so this is editing Cass here to do the intro for my friend Nissan, who I did this um, episode with. He is just an amazing creative that I met when I was in LA, thanks to my boy JB, who you'll hear on the show in the coming weeks. And we had first just met kind of in passing, and it wasn't until we got to talk in our first conversation that we're like, damn, like. You are really cool. And since then, we've been working on a few creative endeavors together. Whenever I have a question about something that I'm doing, even my last stint directing, he really helped me through that. And I really appreciate him. I think you too will appreciate the conversation that we have and the gems that he drops. So without further ado, here's my conversation with my boy, Neeson.
2: Yeah, you good now? You're good?
0: Yeah, I think I'm good now. You good?
2: You have a lot of You have a lot of printers.
0: I do because I make stickers.
2: Oh, so, so what is like... First... Yeah. I mean, but you like make like a bunch of stickers.
0: I do, I do, I do make them. Are
2: those all filled with stickers behind you?
0: Um, those containers. Some of them yeah. have bookmarks. Some of them have stickers. Like it's just different supplies.
2: Oh shit! Yeah, I'm that's just. Being a lot, right? Don't mind me. Yeah. Don't don't mind me. Do do your thing before. Yeah, you know, how was your actually... day? <laughs> Fucking crazy. Um. Man, we had to I had to rush and do a a Fourth of July, our Fourth of July shoot for Neft, um for Fourth of July content. And uh, we're very shorthanded on our media side. So it was me, I had to hire my boy for an extra hand and then my boss technically as the was the model. So um it was then we had to drive from it was a lot. It was just a lot. A lot today, but you know. How was yours? It's nighttime over there. Yo, it's, it's, it's
0: nighttime. Uh, the The past two weeks have been nuts for me. Like nuts. Oh, yeah. Last week.
2: Because, because it's on fire?
1: I'm going to tell
0: you. No, not even because of the fire. Last okay. week, I was like, let me schedule in all my social engagements back to back to back. Because since I've been back, I haven't seen a lot of my friends. And they're always on oh. like cast. This is going to sound so like this is so first world problems. but like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, yeah. of course. Has me to see you da, da, blah 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 and then you schedule people and i like i i don't know why i decided to put everything in back to back literally like i'm playing tetris with my life it's just it, it i felt bogged down and then every day like we're going to a restaurant we're going to eat out and i don't like eating out that often and number one it's not easy on the pocket number two mm-hmm. it's like it makes you feel groggy right like depending on what you're going out and eating like i'm not going out and ordering salad i'm not gonna lie right like so it's just like just a combination of that and then every day knowing that my my time was already spoken for. There's something about like okay. the calmness when you when you're like, okay, well, at least this day I have nothing planned. I can just live the day out how I want to do it. But when you schedule in like people and engagements and like I'm the kind of person I do not like to cancel, right? Because uh-huh. I don't necessarily like when people cancel on me. Uh-huh. So it's like I said I'm going to do it, so I'm going to do it. And then this week, like, I'm just, do you know, I do kids parties, right? Like kids. events. Yes. Well, yeah. I was,
2: I, yes and no. Yes. I just like went on that page and was like, okay, I, I know you wrote kids books, but like, and then I went on the like website and it said like for parties. I'm like, okay, what? Yeah. what is, I do events you like
0: corporate events and yeah. And parties. Yeah. Shh. So, so you like paint. OK, good. Yeah, story. I paint I'm on sorry. people's faces, okay, on kids' faces. So it's just been really busy, I guess, because it's summer the end of the school year. A lot of places yeah. are doing their festivals. Malls are having like like spring to summer kind of like events. Right. So I've been doing a yeah. lot of that back to back. And like it's exhausting. Like I do enjoy it. Um, And it's pretty easy and it's like fun just to like be artistic on kids faces, but like every kid who comes and sits with me I'm having a conversation with them and it's like for five hours at a time. Yeah, it's just a lot of stuff keeping me busy Right, and it's like I'm staying busy socially. I feel like you're my therapist. I'm staying busy socially (laughs) Uh But um, but I have to keep in mind like also like a lot of things are making me busy and not making me money Right? And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like there are definitely seeds that I'm planting that I'm like, okay, this is a money tree for later. And then there are other seeds that I'm planting and I'm like, I don't know, like maybe I need not plant and water seeds here. Okay. So what I did at this point in the episode is I sprung up on Neeson with a surprise. I did not tell him that we were going to be doing a personality test and we recorded our personality test and then just broke it down throughout the episode. So instead of sharing with you the actual recording of how he answered, what I want to do is I actually want to do this with you, the listener, my girls, my boys, my friends. So, um, if you could just relax You can close your eyes, just get into a state of calm, and follow me through. If you are driving though, please do not close your eyes. Okay, so the first thing I want you to do is think of an open field. Now I want to know how big this field is. What is it filled with? And what are the surroundings like? Like is there grass? If so, like what color is the grass? Is it long, is it short? next I want you to think of a cube for this cube imagine how big it is and what is it made of what is the surface like what color is it and where in the field is this cube located is it sitting on the ground is it sitting on its side is it transparent can you see inside is it translucent is it furry Now think of a ladder, how long is your ladder and where is this ladder located in your field? What is the ladder made out of? What does it feel like? What does it look like? And what's the distance between the ladder and your cube? Now I want you to think about a horse. I want to know what color your horse is and what your horse is doing. And where is your horse in relation to this cube? Now we're going to think about flowers. Where are these flowers in your field? And how many are they? What do they look like? Now let's talk about the weather in this field. Is it rainy? Is it sunny? Is it foggy? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it look like? Now think of a storm. What is the distance between this storm and your cube? How big is this storm? Is it staying for a while? Is it just passing through? Is it intense? Is it light? All right, let's break down our answers. So the field, the field represents your mind. Its size Mm -hmm. um, is the representation of your knowledge of the world. So yours was vast. So apparently you are very, very smart man. Um, And uh, it also represents how vast your personality is. Um, The condition of the field, whether it's dry, grassy or well well trimmed is what your personality looks like at first glance. So you said your grass was blue. It's funny because you said your grass was green. green. And, and then when you, you change color, it to blue.
2: Yeah, when you say yeah. color.
0: I feel like I want to take both of those and put those in your answer. Because yeah. I think, like, my interpretation of you when I first met you, like, yeah, I seen you as green grass. just like, normal, regular, whatever. But it wasn't mm-hmm. until I talked to you at JB's party that I was, like, whole, like, I wasn't, no shade, like, but I wasn't expecting you to be, like, as cool. Like, I didn't think you were a loser. I didn't think that by any means. Um, yeah. But, like, I didn't um, know that you had, like, the depth, the quirkiness, just like the, the open mind that you do have. So I think that's, Mm -hmm. I think that's true. Like at first glance, but then the minute you open your mouth, the minute like someone says something to you, like I said color and then it changed to blue. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think that's something. Do you agree with that?
2: I do. Do That is a, that is me in a nutshell. (laughs) That is me. So yeah, I do.
0: Do you find that a lot of people think that you're just like a normal guy? (laughs) Like,
2: you know it's funny I we used to have this thing with me and my um and my former group member we uh used to say like either you like heavily fuck with Neeson, mm-hmm. like you really like him and because just you know or you just hate him for no reason like because people you don't know you? him well, I mean yeah like you, people don't like me but they don't usually the people that don't like me don't know me at all like they mm-hmm. it's just off of like who does he think he is? like? You know, off of just glance, like you said, like either that glance is usually swayed one way or the other, right? And he was like, "Yeah, I didn't think you were like uh, I forgot what you said. I think you said I was a uh,
0: you had depth, you're quirky, like your your mind just no no is so no open. the
2: the, high, the first thought you're like I didn't think you were a uh, damn I forgot what it was. I, but when you play it back, whatever. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I just think that when people see me, they see they automatically see something and it's usually which most people do, it's usually a projection of what they've been through in the past or um how I'm perceived. I have like whatever it is, whatever. And I usually break that once we have a conversation because we're gonna have a conversation about something the most random and yeah. the most like, you know, full scope of things because I I just love having those type of conversations.
0: Yeah. I don't think even when we first spoke, I don't think we ever had like a shallow conversation.
2: Yeah, like I I, I remember I mean I remember when I first met you. I and I felt bad because it was in the middle of some just crazy shit. And so and I already and I have an issue or whatever when if I meet someone or if I see someone before I meet them, I already felt like I met them. Mm. So I seen your video because Junior showed me your video from the interview you did. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo, we're gonna be working with her, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Cool, cool." Like, and I was like, "Okay, great, boom." Happy you got another black person. All right, boom. And like, yeah. it was so. Then I seen you, and I was like, "Wait, oh yeah, hey, what's up?" Yeah, oh, and then like, running away. And and then I not, I don't try to like impose. And people take that as like, "Oh, he's being an asshole," because i I'd be real standoffish on some juniors meeting with you. I'm not trying to step into that. I'm not trying to interrupt that. And people would take that as like, yo, why are you being like, why is he not, why does he say anything? And I'm like, I'm just trying to show respect. Like, it's not my meeting, you know, so I'm being Mm -hmm. quiet. Um, But the minute you talk to me, clearly I can't shut up.
0: No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next step, let's talk about the cube. So the cube represents who you are. So you said that your cube was metallic, hard, black, shiny, hovers above the ground, doesn't touch it. So the size of the cube is your ego. So you got a big ego. Do you have a big ego? Like what's your answer to that? You're on the stand.
2: Yeah. Uh my answer is Hey Siri play Ego Remix Kanye and Beyoncé. Um no, my my I I do. I would say I have a big well-checked ego. I would okay. say that for damn sure. Um the things that I believe and are the things that I am confident in within myself, within others. Um, I will die on that hill because I know if I'm confident in it, I'm putting in the work 24/7, seven days a week. I obsess over it. Those things, yeah, hell yeah, I got a big ego about that because nobody puts in the work like I do. I feel or nobody puts in the work like my people do. I'm Yeah, I I would just go to back for anyone I work with, anyone that I collab with, like, they're shit. I feel I'm the shit because I feel we put the work in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I, I could say I have a big ego.
0: Okay, Kanye. Okay, so the surface of the cube represents what it's visibly observable about your personality, or it's maybe Mm -hmm. what you want others to think about you. So Mm -hmm. you're shiny, you're special. Didn't you say your cube was cold? Did you say your cube was cold? Yes. Okay. And the texture of the cube, um, represents your nature. So, um, a smooth texture, which yours had, right. Um, men, means that you're a gentle person who takes care not to hurt others, um, or make them feel uncomfortable. Let's talk about the fact that your cube was, was cold. Do you feel like you want to come off cold to people? Like, do you want to give up off of like a un kind of vibe? Like, don't talk to me. Don't come to me.
2: No, not want. I think I do. I think, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a want. I I definitely, I'm very cautious of um, someone else's space. You know, I try to give people space on that. that, But that comes off cold because people, we, oh, why 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 is he not talking? Or why is he not this? Or why is he, why, 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 instead of coming up and asking or saying something? And I'm a very, like, laid back person until like i'm super comfortable with someone
0: okay so the fact that your cube was black it says um the a black cube means that you have a strong sense of individuality and independence and you put a high yeah. value on alone time i see it i that's, see that it. is
2: on the nose what i tell you
0: a cube made of metal or rock which i feel like that's what your cube was made out of indicates yeah. that you have solid integrity your personality is strong. It's so strong that it cannot be bent or influenced by any external force. You are dominant and consistent. I see it. Do you agree with that or no?
2: I do. I do. Okay. I, I was about here, to say. I, I had a, I had a joke, but I was like, nah, look, this is serious, Nisa.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> not here. Maybe save it for later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't know how to react, so I was like, don't say the joke. Just stay still.
0: <laughs> you can say the joke. Wait, it's supposed to be a no, fun show. No, it's show.
2: too late. No, that is very accurate of um I value alone time. Mm-hmm. I I am I am very on integrity and just on uh now I feel like I'm in therapy right now. Uh it's good. <laughs> you know? So yeah, continue. I'm sorry. This is great. No,
0: no problem. Okay. So now let's talk about the ladder. The ladder um represents two different aspects of your life, um, okay. your goals and your friendships. So mm. um, first, let's see what the mm. ladder says about your goals. So your ladder was um, was long, right? It was long, right? Yeah. So your goals are um, more far-fetched and difficult to attain. And the interpretation of, so like the proximity of your ladder to your cube, the fact that it was, it was so close to it, that means that you're putting in maximum effort and focus into achieving your goals.
1: Yeah, people hell who, yeah.
0: Yeah, people <laughs> who said that their ladder is far away They're the ones who aren't putting much thought or effort into achieving their goals. See what the latter interpretation says about friendships. You have it near. So um, you're very close with your friends. Um, If it's actually leaning on the cube, which yours was, right? Yes. Yeah. It means that your friends can lean on you for support. Yes. And then, hold on, you didn't tell... I didn't ask you this. Well, it didn't give me the thing. But anyways, what was your ladder made out of? Sorry to bring you back into this.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... I mean it maybe would but it all like only could go by ladders that's from, fine the
0: fact that you said yeah. it's solid um that's yeah. the interpretation of your friendships that they're solid okay. um that they're strong you guys have a strong bond
2: I think it goes to since I value my alone time I value my time and people I spend I spend that time with time is the one thing that I value highest most because this thing I can't get back yeah um and so yeah I value my friendships and a lot you know what's crazy about as explaining that my mantra is lift as you climb mm. and so um it's a picture of this guy i've seen a while ago and it's like he's climbing and he's like lifting as he's you know going like lifting his some a friend or buddy up out of this hole but it's as it's going instead of like oh i'm gonna get up here and then you know you pull then I'm gonna get up here then I'm gonna pull you up sort of thing it's literally lifting as you climb when you said that I was like wow that really describes just my mantra and my how I feel around my people and um and just all aspects of life do
0: you ever feel like oh this is, there's no way for this not to come off as like ugh, but yeah, do you ever feel like sometimes when you're carrying people with you it slows you down
2: I mean yes um absolutely not it has been a time, I would say, and I think I had to learn, and I, I did learn that you have to you have to meet people where they are,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And so if if you come to me and say, "Hey, Neeson, I I really want to be a musical artist. Can you art? Let's let's move more specific. Hey, Neeson, I wanna I really want to have a great stage performance. Like, can you help me with that?" I'm like, absolutely. I got you. Now I had to take a step back and learn that it's not my job, my duty, my responsibility to, to push you every single day yeah. to make sure you're getting up and running and to make sure you're like, I could give you the things, but I have to see, I had to learn to, to let people first, like show that, um, commitment. They mm-hmm. like, like, do they have the commitment to themselves? Because if they don't have the commitment to themselves, they don't have the commitment to me. It's about you learning how to drive and me being in a passenger seat being like, yeah, no, here's the correct thing. Here's the not thing, but take your own lane. And then we could be in two cars and separates and then riding on the same lane together.
0: Listen, dude, you're incredibly patient because that whole time you're talking, I was like, especially if someone shows me like they're not about it, I, I interpret it as a waste of my time my skill, uh-huh. my knowledge and my resources. So I'm, I'm the same. Like I'm sitting here down playing like talking down on it. Like I've done this up until like a couple yeah. weeks ago, I've done this. I've worked with someone and put in hours, literally hours of work to only run in circles and for it to go nowhere. And I'm like, what yeah. did I do? I just wasted my time. You have to consider and look at it as a lesson learned. Do you find that you're still handholding the people I don't want to say the people around you, but like, do you still stop to handhold and take a a step off your path? Or because you could have just kept driving that entire time. Exactly.
2: No, I think that's what you learn. Like that's, it was the learning experience. And it was like, okay, I see what this is. I see that it's draining because that energy is a different energy that that comes to that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then So you step away from it. And I've I've learned to really be real choosy with who I give my time and energy. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know? And so when I say lift as you climb, it's like, it's not just, oh, I'm I'm on this path and I'm gonna bring up anyone that says help me. It's like, no, I'm on this path and I'm seeing my peers that are trying to find their way to the path. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna like pave the way sort of shit. It's like, no, we're going to, we're going to do this together. Like, yeah. right. Like we're going to have a high, high mind, share this thing. And it could lift as you climb. Like that's the way you do things. It's, you know, reaching across, not mm-hmm. our networking across, not up sort of thing. It's yeah. all those little things that they say in, in business, all those successful people say like, you have to look at the person next to you, not the person above you. And it's like, they're right. You know, be in, but they're not telling you exactly what to do with that person. It's like, no, you guys grind as you guys look up together, right. but make sure you're looking out for each other and pulling them along with you.
0: Right. And I think that it's it's just the power of having a strong circle. It's like you can't have someone who's coming on the journey with you to freeload their backpacks empty. They don't have any snacks. They're not carrying the canteen. No, No, we don't want those people on our journey. So I think what you're talking about lifting as you climb, like, okay, this person's coming, this person's got the snacks, this person's coming, this person knows how to start fires. You know what I mean? So like everyone's contributing to the end goal, but like I find sometimes a lot of people want to talk and say, I really want this from life. And, and they just don't have the discipline to make it happen.
2: Man, this is talking about this. Cause earlier I was talking with my boy, um working on a shoot today about discipline and about how, if it wasn't for basketball, um, just playing since I was like four or five years old and play sports. I wouldn't know. Cause I get up every morning 4. AM. Right. Every single thing. morning. I'm, every, you said what?
0: That's wild to me, but yeah, it's I it's wild. I, love I wouldn't it.
2: suggest it either way. But yeah. no matter what, like I I went to sleep Tuesday night. Uh, I got home from a comedy store, a comedy show Tuesday night, 1230. Went to sleep around like one, 1:30, 1. woke up at 4 a.m., was at the gym. Right. And but it's a thing of like in my that discipline, because in my mind, I have you have to get better like that's been in my mind since I was four or five years old, right? Like you have to get better when no one else is around. Mm -hmm. What are you doing when, when you are alone to better yourself for the next day? And so rather that's the gym, rather that's writing, rather that's producing, rather that's researching, rather that's just meditating, right? Like it's no wasted steps and not saying that every single moment of my time awake, I'm, you know, trying to squeeze as much life out of, you know, I just, like, squeeze as much juice out of life sort of thing. It's, I want to make sure that if today is my last day, that I did everything I possibly could to reach whatever goal I had to inspire the people that I know and to leave a legacy that, that I'm going to leave to where they're like, Oh damn, he may didn't make it to these goals, but he damn sure showed me that there's a way, there's a will, he inspired me in some way. He did this, he did that. And so yeah, man, like that I could literally remember four or five years old. Like I used to play for this AAU team and I would get up super early, uh, bananas and pajamas would be on. Oh my and gosh. I would be I would be ready. I would be ready. Like
0: so you've always been like a self-starter, self-motivator.
2: Uh yeah, yeah, I think, it. you know, look, I'm not, I'm not the tallest guy. Uh, and I wasn't the the buffest guy. And so when, again, playing sports, it was like, I didn't take any shit. I had an attitude, right? Like mm-hmm. I had a, a, I'm, I'm still gonna beat you. What the fuck you mean? Like, yeah. you know, and that would get me in trouble a lot because people would talk shit and, you know, to go back and forth. But okay, now I talk shit. How do I back this up? Right? Damn. That was my thing. And so, how I just how you said my ego is that big is like, yeah, it is that big because mm-hmm. I'm I'm putting in the work like mm-hmm. it better be that big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and if it, and if I read something where it's like, oh, shit, I need to like I can't I can't live up to that. All right, let's go back to the drawing board and let's make sure I can live it. Let's get let's do the research. Let's figure it out.
0: I feel like I'm kind of petty. Sometimes I, I do find motivation from within. But if someone tells me I can't do something like that's <laughs> next level motivation, let me tell you how I started, how I started illustrating. It was the start of the pandemic and I had a roommate, right? And he is big into graphic design and tech and all that stuff. So at this point I decided I wanted to convert my children's entertainment business into a children's storytelling podcast. And I'm like, this is a perfect time because no one's booking parties anymore and everyone needs entertainment at home. So I started writing stories and then I wanted him to create my thumbnails for me. So the cover art for the, for the, Uh, stories so I was Mm -hmm. telling him an idea of what I had for the cover art and he was like okay it's gonna take me like two weeks so I'm like two weeks I I can't wait that long and he was like he's like well it's gonna take me that much time and then I and then he saw me thinking he looked at me and he was like are you thinking about doing it by yourself and I was like yeah I might just try and then he laughed at me and he said he laughed at me he looked at me and laughed at me he laughed at me And I remember sitting there in that moment and I wasn't gonna like show him that I was upset, but I was fuming on the inside. I was like, no freaking, even talking about it now, my mouth is like.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was
0: like, there's like, not only in that moment did I have to be good, I had to be better than him. So the next morning I woke up, I got on Adobe, I started watching all these YouTube tutorials and I did not stop until I was better than him. And then I stopped. (laughs) So now like, I'm still good but yeah it was just it was petty a lot of the time i get my my motivations from just seeing people who when people tell me i can't do it and then seeing mm. people who in my opinion like don't have it like don't have the sauce and they're doing what what i'm second guessing myself for being able to do and i'm like yo i can do it so yeah i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but um
2: it's not a good or bad thing. First of all, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a great thing. And what, whatever drives you right now,
0: mm-hmm.
2: whatever fuel, fuels you. Now I will say, if we're talking about fuel, there is 92, 87, 85, right? Like we're talking about the different grades of fuel you put in your car. Okay. Yeah. There's some bad fuel that, mm-hmm. but it still get you from A to Z. And then there's some premium fuel, That'll get you to A to Z as well. Sometimes it's about just getting to Z. Mm-hmm. But sometimes on that fine car, on that, on that high quality, you know, you want to make sure you put the most expensive fuel in there because it's, you know, it's unleaded, it's, it's filtered, it's it's not gonna rip your car apart and make it last longer, but it'll still get you to Z. This is a lesson that I learned like early on in my music career days, back when I used to do things that rhymed. At like legit lists, it was like a spiteful list, right? Like a petty, spiteful list. Like, yo, mm-hmm. when I tell you I I've been in every single record company, every single like contract in front of us, like bullshit to every, every single uh, one,
0: yes, right?
2: I, I was very spiteful. Uh like at a time, and and granted, I think it produced some of the best music but also Mm -hmm. what it did it created just this energy of like something that I I just didn't like yeah um what I took away from that period of like okay no no whatever is going to fuel you right like you need to like have that energy because usually as as I guess in my heart I'm a petty person you know you write it down like ideas come uh you know from breakups and relationships right like Mm -hmm the first thing you do is like, especially if it turns bad, it's like, I want this person to n- not be able to wake up and like not see my face, especially if you're in an entertainment shit.
0: Oh it's like- Oh my gosh, that's you petty. Want,
2: yeah, you want this person to be like, yo, every time they cut on their phone and they, they turn on their radio, they da 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 they have to see this. Like they have to see me because they messed up. It's on them, right? But that energy isn't good. But what could come from that is ideas. What could come from that is like, yeah. huh? I never really thought about doing that. And then mm-hmm. and then you have to address the why. Because if you're doing something strictly out of spite and out of pettiness, it's not, it's gonna, it's gonna be a you know, flame in a pan sort of thing, right? Like it's just a it's gonna come and yeah. go. Like you just said, you did it, you did it to be better at him. Eh, now it's gone. Yeah. Right? But you have this tool that now you can Precisely. rely on and, yeah. and go back on. So I, I would say if you have the fine, if you have the exotic car and hey, sometimes that pocket is low, you need to put the 85 in there, put the damn 85 in there like, and don't second guess it. But no, you need to put this 92 in. Know that mm-hmm. we need to work, do the mental work, do whatever it takes. So you're always putting 92 in there because that's what's going to keep the car in a smooth ride all the way to Z. That's the trustworthy to the goal. That's, that's the why that's all those things. So um, I completely understand about being petty and all that shit because Mm -hmm. at first time, I mean, it doesn't leave you. It's just that you're able to adjust it. You know, (laughs) like I'm I'm still a petty motherfucker at heart, but (laughs) I, I literally, I sit with myself in those moments and be like, all right, What's the real reason why you want to do this? Yeah. All right, you know, cool. That synergy could be spent doing something else.
0: Yo, That was a sick analogy. Did you make that up or someone told you? To I you?
2: literally just made it up right now.
0: That you need to write that down. I need to put that in a book. It's uh, some kind of self-help guide. Cause it just, it made it so All real right. and it didn't make me feel bad about my petty ways, but it made me be like, Oh, okay. So <laughs> let's talk about the horse. So your horse was also black and was yeah. like almost a galloping. You said like a, like a llama like just very playfully
2: yeah you know how like llamas gallop
0: yeah
2: that's also llama is my spirit animal so yeah
0: okay so um i would say but so there's uh two options here there's playing and running i'd say yours was doing both because you said playfully galloping whatever so the playing means that your ideal partner doesn't take life too seriously or get bogged down by the small stuff The fact that your um, horse was running means your ideal partner will also respect your space and give you the alone time that you crave. Again, here we're seeing alone time again. The fact that your horse is black means that your ideal partner is dominant, seductive, and sophisticated. Man,
2: Uh, this is very weird. Yes, yes it is. That is uh, the general things I look into my
0: significant other. Okay, okay, perfect. Let's go down. Let's talk about your flowers now. So you said you had a a bunch of flowers, right? Like they were everywhere, but like a little bit off in the distance.
2: Yeah. So off in the distance. Yeah. yeah,
0: Red and white mostly. And then there was one sunflower. One
2: sunflower. Right. right. Yeah.
0: yeah. So the fact that they're everywhere means that you're a social butterfly. Is that true?
2: Yes and no. I famously don't like social things, but I attend be- like it's so with friends like mm-hmm. that's what it is like i i support my friends and so i'm out and when then when i'm out like i'm i'm out you know i'm here to have a good
0: time you're outside okay and it says you got a lot of friends and family um to count on and you'll never be lonely you'll never mm. be lonely baby
2: you could be a room full of crowded people and that's be lonely, true. So That's you know, true. Do
0: you feel connected like right now, like where you are in your life? Do you feel connected with your friends and family? Or do you feel like you're more connected with like one person or two people? Like, cause you're in kind of a transition kind of zone right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't, I don't feel connected just in general. I think at some point rather it was, the pandemic and it was in like my pandemic situation just was interesting because I felt I remember 2021 I was like yo mentally the world is changing I don't feel as connected as I was to the universe and to life in general um Mm -hmm. and but I Felt that because I felt like everybody was trying to figure out who they were during that 2021 time and 2022, yeah. and now in 2023, we, we going into 2024, we're we're thinking that we've found ourselves, but it's always I look at it as a that first layer of of um, like digging for something. It's like found it, nope, mm-hmm. gotta go deeper. Right. Yeah. And so I think we're just as a society, we're at that point It's like, oh, found who I am now. Now I'm about to go do blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nah, this is you're we're literally just scratching the surface Um, after coming out of something. So just traumatic and traumatizing for everyone. Like, even if you think you were OK and be successful, like not only do so many people die. Not only did you have to sit down for the first time, especially a person like me that mm-hmm. was going, it was it was so much that you were affected one way or another, to where a lot of people just dove into social media and we now we don't understand. We live through oh like yeah. social media. Like we either you are affected by it or you're so numb that you're not affected by it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And so it's like that doesn't phase me. It's like, well, why doesn't that phase you? Mm-hmm so yeah i i think to to answer your question i don't think i'm connected to to too many people or just in general but i I think i think that's a fluid thing just with life right now and um i love when i do like i love when my best friend like you know brianna like she's you met her and um when we are on that level of just connectivity Mm-hmm. uh it's it's a it's a beautiful thing um when you could connect with humans like i think life is not meant to be lived alone it's meant to be shared shared experiences
0: yeah i think too those moments when you're stuck with yourself in those moments when you feel isolated and you're not connected to the, with anyone and there's no real outlet and you're left with these negative thoughts sometimes i yeah. think when you turn it around because it's so easy to talk to yourself like you're not shit like i remember the days when i would talk to myself like i wasn't shit And no one talks to me like that. Only I talk to me like that. And the moment I started checking myself and coming from a place of kindness and giving myself grace, still holding myself accountable, but Mm -hmm. being nice to myself, I think that like snap, like it changed everything for me. And I've never gone back to that. So in moments where I feel myself slipping, I think I like to take myself outside of myself and care for me. Right. So if that's you need to be eating better, you need to be going to the gym, you need to be going to bed by this time. Don't look at screens all day, like read a book, read just a chapter of a book. And literally, I will parent myself like this is something new that I just started doing in the past year. And I find that it takes me out of the hole every time when I'm in the hole and I'm stuck in my head. I don't know how to get out. But then when I take myself, this is, it sounds so woo-woo. When I take myself out of my body almost and look and be like, this is advice that I would give to a friend. This is how I would take care of a child if a child was going through this. And then you take care of yourself and follow up with yourself like that. Yeah, That can elevate you so much.
2: We're so blessed to be creatives. Yeah, We're so blessed because when you do sit with yourself like that, you're able to be so honest with yourself so many, so much pure energy, eternal energy, God-like energy, universal energy comes out of that. Um, my favorite prayer is I pray for strength, patience, and the guidance to proceed through whatever those, whatever that that situation is, right? Because I just want the strength to be able to get through. I want the patience for you to guide me through this, right? So. And when you look at it, are like, ah, oh, man, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't, I don't have the strength. I don't have the patience. Well, damn, like, you're still here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, damn, yeah. like, you're, you're still pushing through. So, yeah. yeah, that's how I get through. That's how I deal with all that.
3: Uh, all right, after these messages, we'll be right back. Ugh, are you tired of swiping through the dating apps only to find guys who just aren't your type? Do you crave a little danger and excitement in your love life? Introducing the newest dating app on the market, Cellmates. With Cellmates, you can browse through a selection of eligible, behind-the-bar's bachelors. You never have to worry about where they are at 3 o'clock in the morning, (laughs) am I right? So rest your pretty little eyes and enjoy a good night's sleep, huh? With our unique matching algorithm, you're sure to find someone who shares your interests and values. Choose from men who prioritize long walks on the yard and bedside push-ups, to those who prefer a cozy night in the cell, writing love letters and sketching fictional animal hybrids. Ugh, finally, you might just find your perfect match. Download Cellmates today and see what all the buzz is about. Don't forget to check out our sister company, Inmate Impressions, for personalized self-pleasure instruments molded after his instrument. I guess that's what you can call the full package. Here at Cellmates, we take the safety and
0: security of our clients extremely seriously. We are not responsible for any funds that you put on his books. This money will likely be used to purchase goods such as cigarettes, cup noodles, and Twinkies, just an FYI. We also strongly advise against sending intimate images in the post, as they will likely end up being circulated amongst inmates and or used as currency. Amateur nudes are highly regarded in the prison system. We cannot guarantee that any of our inmates are Prince Charmings or that every date will end in a happily ever after. In fact, you're likely to be left with a project on your hands. Please proceed with caution. let's get on to the next thing which was um the weather condition so you said it was like um like sundown right
2: i said it was yeah golden that's hour that.
0: a golden hour yeah the only one here is that's close to what you're saying is the sun so it just says that you're optimistic and carefree are you care i know you're optimistic i'm not sure if you're carefree do you consider yourself carefree
2: no uh not fully i think circumstantial wise probably carefree but uh mm-hmm. No, I'm very much like care, yeah, <laughs> very much, yeah, optimistic. But guys, let's let's put some uh, I may grip the handlebars a little too hard sometimes.
0: What do you think makes you optimistic? Have you always been optimistic?
2: No, I don't think like I'm. I'm optimistic. I think I talk myself into optimism a lot
0: mm-hmm.
2: because first of all, to do to do what we do and to be able to create something out of thin air, out of a, out of a thought. And then actually have it hold, like someone thought of this can mm-hmm. that would hold something that we will put to our lips and, and have something proud of it, right? Like this was a thought in someone's head. Yeah. To be able to do that, you have to be somewhat psychotic. <laughs> you have to be somewhat optimistic. And then you have to also just have this undying, unwavering belief that everyone is crazy except you.
0: One hundred percent.
2: I've had so much, I guess, practice with just that of like people not believing, people not seeing people, not whatever, is that that's where the uh that's where the optimism came from, I guess. You know, that's where it's like, no, no, trust me, like it's going to happen. It can happen because when I tell you that everything that we touch was a thought in someone's head that they probably thought couldn't happen at some point in time and it ended up making it happen. What makes it feel like we can't do this? Mm-hmm. What makes it feel like anything is, what makes you feel like these things are not achievable? Because anything is literally achievable if you really put your mind to it. Like, and as 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 you say, woo-woo as that sounds, but it's very, very true. Like from any aspect, right? From, of course, you know, life, whatever comes in a way, but if you really truly believe that, Life is going to show you what you're meant to be and what you're meant to do.
0: Do you think that accomplishment and success have any correlation to our level of optimism that we have in our lives?
2: Yes and no. Uh, I think, again, there's no better high than filling your thought in real life.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: There's no, like, there's no, no better. I would, Mm -hmm. I will put that on a level in front of performing on like on the same level as performing on a stage in front of like 10,000 people. That's the only max people I probably performed in front of, but like that level is, it's just, it's a, it's an adrenaline rush. It's a drug, right? So Mm -hmm. yeah, it, 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 it does add to the optimism, but also you're not going to achieve or quote unquote succeed more than you, I mean, you're going to fail more than you succeed or achieve, achieve, right? Like it's just what it is. It's a game. It's baseball. It's playing the numbers.
0: Yeah. I think you even just breaking it down like that. Yeah. It makes sense. But I don't think everyone's got the same outlook of life or to life Mm -hmm. that. Like, okay, you have to fail and that's okay. And you have to fail fast. You have to fail forward. Some people fail and stop. They fail and they're like, oh, well, I guess it didn't work. Oh, I guess I'm not good. Oh, I guess I can't do this. And a lot of the time you'll see, you'll see kids who they'll try something they won't be good at or they'll try something they'll get laughed at. And that's the first and last time that they try. And you even see that sometimes in adults or it's like you're, you're afraid to fail in front of people. I can, I can admit that. Like failing alone, like by myself and me taking that L with no one seeing is way easier than putting something out and flopping. But- yeah it's the willingness to move forward and the willingness to continue and keep going and i just wish more people could tap into that there's mm-hmm.
2: no such thing as failure like how right. how can you fail if you literally learning and pushing and, and moving forward there's no failure there's, there's no failure
0: in that yeah but there's yeah. failure i think in 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 failing quote unquote and then stopping and then not, yes. not continuing yeah
2: yes that's that's the that's the only but again why are you doing that?
0: That's a great like, question. And I think a lot of people default to that. I don't know. I was yeah. talking to my friend Benny on the last um the last episode of the mm-hmm. audio show. And he was saying like the same thing as like, oh, everyone works on themselves. Anyways, he was saying that, like, in his in his opinion, that everyone works on themselves. It's the normal thing to do. I don't mm-hmm. think it's normal. I don't think people work on themselves. And no. even what you're saying now, like failing and continue trying. I don't think that's normal. I don't think people, I think more people will fail and stop than will fail and redirect.
2: Well, first, what is normal? But to the masses, yes, I think you're right. Like most people will fail and stop, but not because, it's because they don't know any better. Okay. Right? Like they don't know. Like they don't, you talk, you literally could talk to someone, I would just use like, you know, we talk about like middle America. It's like all they know is growing up and doing what their parents did, yeah. and taking over, right? Which, and if you look at that little middle of America, that is most of the world. You travel mm-hmm. to Japan, yeah, Japan is that. Yeah. It's like I don't, I'm, I'm growing up taking care of the older people, and then once they get old, I take over, and then my kids will take care of me. Like it's there's yeah. no thinking outside of the box, and actually, whatever, like right, it's just whatever you're born into. And and so that's so what I was like, I don't know what normal is in a sense in this, but I do understand what you're saying. but it takes it takes so much to break through that box. And and luckily I I, you know, I dreamed big as a kid. And yeah. and I it just it just stuck with me.
0: What is your take on the term black excellence? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you not care? Like, what's what do you think about it?
2: I the, my first thought to that is I love it because um I love highlighting. Black people that quote unquote didn't give up. They they persevered, they came through. And I don't mean like they were successful in any sense. I mean, literally like just didn't give up. Like you said, like they didn't stop and be like, I failed, I'm just go back to this. Mm-hmm. They kept going, they kept mm-hmm. breaking that mold. They kept doing the little things that um, it takes to, to just be good enough, right? Because it's more mental than anything than yeah. Like we live, like all the stuff I said, you mentally have to understand that. And then like, take the step, <laughs> like, you know, pull up by your bootstraps. It's like, well, we have to go source the fabric, source the material, yeah. mold, make the mold, da, 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 and then like, oh shit, we still need a sock, <laughs> like, right? And before we can even pull up by our bootstraps. So black excellence, absolutely. I, I love just the term. I do think the easiest way to say this is like, I do think that like, gatekeeping needs to be, it it needs to exist, but it needs to not be what people think it is when you first say gatekeeping. So when we say like, oh, gatekeeping is like, well, why are you trying to keep black people out? It's like, no, 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 no. We're not trying to do that. That's not, that should, that should never be the thought. Gatekeeping should be like, everyone should be able to come in here, but let's make sure everyone can come in here by like, let's put in the work so we make sure we're not looked at as a handout or, oh, they're just good for this. It's like, well, first of all, we don't really need you. Our, our dollar is the strongest dollar. Black culture is the most exported thing in the world,
1: mm-hmm. the
2: most exploited thing in the world. Mm-hmm, um, if we're looking at that, right, and we're we're actually seeing what our community and what Black excellence actually is, I love that shit.
0: I don't, I don't love the term black excellence. And I think mm-hmm. it's just something that's kind of built up after a while. I think maybe it's sometimes of uh, me being salty a little bit, um, mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, why do we have to be excellent in order to be recognized? Right. I think it just, it reinforces right. that idea that we do have to show up twice as good. We do have to show up early. There's no, there's no leeway for us to mess up and there's no leeway for us to make mistakes. And let alone, like god forbid we make a mistake in front of the white man right i just think it, it gives yes. this pressure that is so not needed like there's already enough pressure embedded in our dna and then this term of of black excellence makes it makes you think that like only certain people can achieve black excellence right mm. only a degree only a percentage of black people are excellent and then what are the rest? I, I think it can it can be used positively for sure yeah. for uplifting people showcasing yeah. people showing that this is possible for other black people giving us something to look up to look forward to to say it can happen for us too but I think it's just used so not every I've never met another culture have you ever heard white excellence or Asian excellence no like well have you
2: I would say I would say with Asians like that's the whole thing of like okay they a, have the it Asian too ed. yeah you know, right? The Asian F. I would say with with white, no. I think with other minorities, absolutely, I've heard it uh, in their own way. And I think with when it comes to white people, I think it's a little different. I think because they don't need to be excellent, right? Like you can get in the door. Yeah, yeah. For I, I saw something a while ago, like and I stuck with my head. They say for a white man to be homeless, they have to fall so many times. Like you have to fall through. Like you have to basically at that point you have to be and of course there's always and this is don't take this the wrong way at all people like there's always different circumstances and whatever the case may be certain situations but the amount of tries that this this I think it was like a documentary that it, they were that they were saying that the amount of tries that a white man would get the amount of lives mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. compared to a black man compared to a compared to a black woman especially. Compared to a Asian man, compared to any of these other any other other minorities, just in general in a capitalistic world, in a capitalistic society, when we're talking about corporations and all these things, a white man has to fall. They get so many chances. When you say when they say black excellence, and that's why I I completely understand what you're saying. When they say black excellence, it's like this man persevered, in which to me, as I'm talking about this, I hate slave movies.
1: Oh, I, me too. I
2: I don't I don't I haven't watched a slave movie and I, don't, I think Amistad was like the last movie I was like I'm done watching this shit I don't yeah, like yeah I don't watch them but because of that because this man persevered it's like like first of all there's other stories we could tell mm-hmm. right there's so many more and so that's why my definition of black excellence is not about this man or this woman persevering it's about like this community and this this spirit of it. Like you're not giving up. Right. So I completely understand. I completely understand that. And also to help, like you said, inspire people like, yo, like you are, you are excellent. Like you are that you are walking, living, breathing that you, you Kaz right now are that like you, all the things that we talked about before, actually this, that, that you're doing, you know, from all the talents to when you're talking about you doing, um, illustration, Learning how to do it from you talking about past careers of like dead from you talking about all the things, all those things are so inspirational to kids that like are looking for someone that looks just like them to look up to.
0: I think it could become dangerous when you call it excellent, when you categorize it as excellent, because excellent on its own, like the word, it it just is so grandiose. It means so much. And it's easy to say it's easy to say you're excellent, you're beautiful, you're wonderful to whoever. Right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But it's it's hard. It can be hard sometimes to actually believe it and to feel it. And I think if you said instead of yeah. saying here is like if we're you know going in to talk to a group of like youth or whatever here is so and so they are author uh, screenwriter da 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 black excellence yada 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 but if you just kind of introduce them as a normal person they are who you are they are you they were where you are now yeah. I don't know I I get both sides of it and I just I just don't love the term black excellence. Yeah. You said your storm oh. was um, you said it was it was passing through. I forget. Uh
2: no, I said it it was there. And it was like, right it above was...
0: your cube, right?
2: Yeah. So if, if we're doing a drawing, like if the cube, it's like coming to the cube, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay.
0: And it was a strong one, right? Yes. Okay, so um the fact that it was strong says um when you stress, you go in all you go all in and have a very hard time pulling yourself out again. Yeah, right above your cube means that you're deeply affected by stress and have a hard time seeing past it uh, to get to the bigger picture. Is that true?
2: When I stress, I definitely stress. Me and like too. I think you said, like I'm the hardest on myself than anyone else. And sometimes it can be, look, I've I've, I've had dark times. Like I think everyone else, um, I'm a very component of mental health. I think health just in general starts at the top, trickles yeah. down in the bottom. So I think that also just lends to me being, very aware uh, of, of things but yeah I think when it comes to stress I stress and I it is a very it, it takes a lot of thought trying to see past the mm. past that and which that usually comes with creativity trying to pull me out and um yeah. but also comes with your circle you know like yo people seeing you like yo like again people seeing you and like speaking through you yo like people actually like stopping you. Yeah. Stealing you. Yeah. So yeah.
0: POV pro tip. What pro tip are you sharing with the audience today?
2: Heal my nigga.
0: Yeah. Take time. <laughs> is... Take time.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yes, that's, that's just my, that's my, uh, obvious one, but a, a pro tip, honestly, and just from this conversation, I, I'll take from, we have to live in a moment, like full transparency. You sent me the outline. I read over it, and I was like, "This is great." And then I said, "You know what? I'm not gonna think about these answers mm-hmm. because I want to go off the pure vibe of what mm-hmm. we we present, you know, because I do love having conversations with you. I enjoy talking to you every single time we talk. But yeah, so my my pro tip in this moment in this space will be check in with your people and by checking in with your people you will check in with yourself also it will show you who are who's really your people sit with yourself be the most present you can be and start writing those thoughts down in that moment so if it's on your phone if it's at home just write those thoughts down with yourself write them because when you go back to look how that made you feel, how, how you're feeling in that moment, a week, two weeks, three weeks later, you're going to be like, damn, I really came up from that. Or you're going to be like, damn, OK, w- let's double back to this and let's address this.
0: Yeah. And I think like you were saying, there's so much power in reading back your writing to yourself. And when you're writing in your journal, taking notes in your phone or just doing yeah. voice notes, sometimes voice noting to yourself, just voice recording in your um, own the recordings on voice. your phone oh yeah yeah I think so, my voice is mad annoying but like I'm getting used to it like lately especially because I have to edit yeah. it all the time but um yeah, yeah, yeah the power is in reading it back like there's so much power too in writing and getting it out and on paper or in your phone but then reading it back is when you really start to dive for clarity also if you don't have any friends you could join Bumble BFF have you
2: <laughs> Bumble like- BFF you know That's what the I, I the- thing
0: I've ever done <laughs>
2: I've never so I was on Bumble once in my life and mm-hmm. I just was a bunch of bots. But I did at the time oh. I seen that they had like a bumblebee up like a it was like yeah. the green or teal yeah. one or whatever, right?
0: I'll I'll give my um POV pro tips. So the POV yes, is please. that maybe you're feeling anxious, uh, you're having trouble sleeping. Read a book, girls and boys like and non-binary people. Read a book. When's the last time you opened up a book? Read a book. Go get one from. In Canada, we have a store called Chapters. I believe you guys have Barnes and Nobles. Go on Amazon. Amazon will deliver a book to your door the very next day. If you're not a super avid reader, I've done this before, I've gotten a book for young adults. I love reading just like books for grade fours. I have them on my bookshelf, literally. So get a book that you're gonna enjoy and don't look at it as like a huge project. Read one chapter per night or one chapter per day. Some days I'll feel like stressed out and I'll get home and I'll be like, I gotta read a couple pages and reading mm-hmm. i feel like just taking my my eyes away from screens and taking my mind to paper and to physical and sitting in silence and even if it's just a couple pages reading i find that resets me real quick if i need something right in the middle of the day <laughs> Nisan, thank you so much for coming on the show um aside from the um, nefty stuff that you're doing do you have anything that you want to promote and where can people find you
2: yeah so so we um, had a show or have a show on ReVote. We have two seasons. A show called In a Session. You see this little lovely, mm-hmm. lovely thing here. Um, In a Session. So you can find it at on Instagram at In a Session. You can find it on Revo TV. You can find it uh, some of the first episode, first seasons on YouTube. You can find it there. But you can find me at Stay Fly Life on everything else. We have a bunch of stuff coming up. Like it, it's I can't even. We got short films that's out. Um, all right, that's coming out. We have a, a bunch of stuff. I, I I don't know, but just mainly just connect. Find me on find me on Twitter. Find me on Fa- uh, Instagram. Don't find me on Facebook. I was about to say yeah. Yeah, don't do that. And yeah, just let's let's connect. If you're listening to this, wherever you are in the world, uh, creative or not, let's let's connect. And um, you know, we can talk anything from professional wrestling to <laughs> politics to uh agriculture
0: awesome well you know where you can find me osodope.co. Oh, on the instagram yeah. if you want to support me go to my website www.dopehouse.co house is spelled h-a-u-s and mm-hmm. um i have a bunch of greeting cards the ones i spoke about earlier that i learned how to illustrate because of being petty um i've got A number of gift items, stickers, stationery, all of that. Uh, But a better way to support me as well if you don't want to spend your money is leave a review or rating, Apple, Spotify, all of that good stuff. Only five stars, please, and thank you. Okay, goodbye. And just like that, we've come to the end. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Girl, leave me a review. Five stars, five stars, five stars across the board. To support the show, you can share it with a friend or on socials. Don't forget to tag me at @osodope_co oh so I could be a creep. You can also shop on my website for greeting cards, stationery, digital downloads, and other cool merch at www.dopehouse.co. This helps a ton because you know I quit my job and I don't want to have to do something strange for a little bit of change. If you know what I'm saying? The best way to get in touch is email. You can hit me up at holla at dopehouse.co. Okay, shake your butt and have a good day. Goodbye.